Good evening, everyone. Wednesday night, the 21st of July, 8 o'clock kickoff, um, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Hoping some of our friends around the world are going to join us. Um, I know a good friend of ours, Robert Wine, is going to jump on very shortly from Canada. So we're spreading a little bit of love tonight, a little bit of lockdown love. Um, speaking of love, let's bring on Lovey. How are you, mate? G'day, champion. How are you, mate? Um, pretty good for a Wednesday night. Uh, yep. Really looking forward to this one. Yep. I like the song I've put my own name in there tonight, mate. It's, uh, that's the way it should be. It's all we've got right now. Bit of endless yeah. life, you know. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about endless. It seems to be a bit of an endless lockdown right now. Um, but uh, there's no uh, doubt we can all no, we can all I'm throw a out a bit. Mate. of We can all throw out a bit of endless love. That's for sure. Um, I'm in a good mood. Good to hear. Good to hear. Speaking of good moods, let's see if this bloke's in a good mood. Carl, mate, I'm, always, I'm always in a good mood, gentlemen. <laughs> Have a look at no. you smiling like a Cheshire cat, Alan. What's going on with that? Nothing, just mate. happy with the world, just mate? Just happy, mate. Happy with the world? Just happy. Nice. Yeah. Good to see. Good to see. Yeah, what about you, Ace? How are you, mate? Yeah, yeah, very good. good bubble. Yeah, very good. Wednesday night, lockdown 5.2. Two or something we're up to. Uh, second week of the lockdown we thought was never going to be a week, so we're not surprised, are we, surely? Well, it's going to get to the oh. point where it starts becoming uh, non-lockdown 1.0. So I think we'll be better. We'll, we'll have to start those instead. Righto. Righto. Yeah, I like um, Just a little quick recap um, from the show that we had the other night, uh, Sunday, which was a fantastic show, Sunday afternoon with... Uh, with Matt Jogal, um, had some great feedback on that show. Really, really different um, to where we've normally been with a lot of uh, rock shows and and likes as far as music guests. And we're continuing that theme on. Um, I first came across this young lady um, not long ago, actually, a little bit of a surprise and a pleasant surprise at that. Um, I came across uh, Joyce that was actually playing with Christian Mizzy. Uh, who we had on the show a little while ago. Um, obviously, same genre in that folk feel. Um, and I thought we'd uh, we'd change it up a bit. So it's great to have a couple of young ladies on in the last month or so, and we look forward to a couple more. And just a quick fast forward to this Sunday's show, we're actually having Karen Fields on as well. So that's going to be a great surprise. That's a, a pleasant surprise. We We've just been able to lock that in just based on the, the lockdown. I'm sure, like Joyce, um, Karen was going to have many a show booked um, and sadly have to reschedule. So we look forward to the rescheduled dates for a lot of her tours, especially album launches. But um, let's cut to it and let's bring on the lovely Joyce Pressure. How are you, Joyce? Hey, everyone. I'm well. Hey, Thank Joyce. You. How are you going? <laughs> Good, thanks. Joyce, how are you? Ellen, I'm well. Good to see you. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, you too. Firstly, welcome to episode 46 of So What's Been Happening. Thank you. Let's kick off Let's kick off with So What's Been Happening with you. Um, obviously, we're in another lockdown. Yes, yes. And it came completely out of the blue for me, actually, because I went away um for a couple of days and in the midst of my little getaway, um, I read that there was a lockdown and made my way home and, um, you know, licked my wounds, I guess. 
Um, but yeah, so um, I was meant to have a brilliant show coming up uh, tomorrow night, actually, called Songs in the South. I curate that with um, uh, someone that goes by the name of Delsinki. His real name is Craig. Um, and yeah, we were going to have a fantastic artist lineup. Um, it was going to be the Mimo Hall, the second one that we were going to run at the Mimo Hall, because we've been running this, um, I guess, it's, yeah, it's this night for quite a few years now. Um, so that one will be rescheduled. We've just gotten a new date, uh, 16th of September, it's going to be now. So um, fantastic! thank God. Um, it's just, you know, it's so hard. It's so hard for the venues. It's hard for all the artists. And you just continue continuously grabbing your calendar and seeing where you can move things to. So, um, yeah, it's getting a bit fatiguing, but it is what it is. Yeah, look, it definitely is. Um, yeah. Reschedules are no fun. It's not easy yeah. to organise a tour at the best of time, especially with yeah. bands and multiple multiple acts. And then the the next challenge is, uh, you know, getting people in from outside of Victoria, which is even yes. the next challenge. Yeah, well, and even, you know, with the people in Victoria, they might not necessarily be able to make the new dates, so they'll have tickets that they were looking forward to and they may not be able to come on the date the next time so yeah. that's right well one thing um i know I, for a fact i've got hundreds of dollars sitting out there as uh potential reworks and and sadly some mm -hmm. of those have in the in the rescheduled dates have now clashed so um i'm gonna do like yeah. i've like i saw done uh tonight with someone else is uh donate some of that money if the if i can't get to that gig uh straight to these those artists so i look forward yeah. to uh continuously supporting you guys yeah, thank you for that. That's brilliant. Yeah. And there is a lot of love out there because I think there is, you know, some real music lovers that really understand um, the issues as well. So um, that are holding on to their tickets or not too fussed about getting their money back, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lovey. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's it's been fascinating um, hearing the stories. Like you hit here on Talkback Radio about different uh, venues and and places where live music's played in particular and how they're some are some are really going to struggle to close and all and the like um are there any are there any that you in particular joyce love playing at that um you hope can hang on or so where where are some of your favorite places particularly in melbourne that you love playing Look, I, I have to say that I, I play regularly at quite a few venues. There's, I think I really just love all the venues. Of course, I've got my favourites like um, Mimo Hall. I, I owe so much to them. We've done some great shows there and I hope to do more. I should say Mimo Music Hall, but I usually say Mimo Hall. Uh, that one's in St Kilda. Love it. Um, then there's a whole bunch north side that I enjoy playing at. Um, there's the Mary Creek Tavern that I love. The Wesleyan is brilliant. You've got the Northcote Social Club, which is amazing. Um, down here, we've got some brilliant new uh, venues that have opened as well. There's one, um, I think it's in an alleyway in St Kilda. I haven't played there yet, but I've heard really good stuff about that. It's the, I think it's called the George Lane Bar or something like that. So there's some really great acts there. 
Um, so there's, you know, there's ones that I've played at that I love. There's Charles Weston. There's some, um, the old spot at Mellard. I've got a show coming up that is now called the Brunswick Ballroom. We're doing a really beautiful Justin Towns Earl tribute there with a whole bunch of artists. And both, I think both of them may have been, may have sold out, or the second one is almost sold out. So that was a massive thing for me to be asked for that. And uh, very disappointing when that fell through and that, I don't know, lockdown four. It has been rescheduled. It's now going to happen on the 15th of August. Yeah. And there's two shows. So there's one at one, I think, and there's one at four or five o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Just um, a question for you on that, Joyce. Um, how do you find, as an artist, um, coming into that now, obviously with reduced capacities and things like that, how, how do you find... Uh, that uh, coming into being played, but having to play a matinee and then a night gig or something like that. Do you? How do you find the energy? Um, I know it's probably easy to get back on stage and play a couple of sets, but how do you keep it different? Um, yeah, how do you keep the the motivation? I guess. Look, we we did it. Um, so I was part of a tour called Keep the Circle Unbroken, which was a little while ago, and we toured. Um, well, a different set of artists toured around regionalist regional Victoria. I did the original show as well uh, in St Kilda the year before. And there was quite a few where we did two shows. And it's actually interesting because I thought I would be, you know, I, yeah, I was a bit worried about energy levels, but it's actually funny because when your first show goes really incredibly well, you don't really want the show to finish. And then you get a new set of um, people and you've just got all that energy still from the first show which is brilliant because that second show is, you know, in for a real treat, I guess, as well, because everyone's like warmed up and it's it's actually quite nice. So um, it's probably a bit more tiring and you have to like have a certain level of energy for the two shows, but at the same time, it's actually quite wonderful as well. So yeah, it's not all negative, I guess. Bush, yeah. we'd love to hear you do a song. Have you got a song you can ah. play for us? Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. Um, here we go. Okay. I may take this off so it doesn't look so um, weird. <laughs> so you might need to do some sign language whilst I'm playing if you've got questions. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll start with an oldie because um, I've been playing it quite a bit on the Keep the Circle Unbroken tour and we all got to play one of our originals as well with the whole band um, out of the blue and I chose this one and it hit quite a few people in the gut. So this one's called Light as a Feather. Fading up, 
but I'm high as the clouds. No one touch me now. audience I've had in a while <laughs> <laughs> and quality uh, audience too Joyce quality yeah exactly yeah. don't blame that on anyone else except people making decisions outside our control but um <laughs> quick one I, I, we've all we all have loved music way back since we were little kids can you mm-hmm. um can you recall the first time uh, or your first musical memory or the first thing that made you think this is what I want to do uh, as a kid or even later, younger, what yeah. was it that got you into um, God, I, so my, there's a few things that, it, that there's one funny thing actually that I, it's probably embarrassing, but I'll share it anyway. But um, yeah, firstly, um, so I've got, I've got sisters and we're all like, we used to all sing wherever. We probably drove our parents insane really. Like every car trip that was just um, singing. And my mum used to say, like, you you guys sang before you could talk. We would just sit there in the car and fall asleep and wake up and then hum the same thing. Um, but I don't, like, we did, as kids, um, like a lot of what we called in Holland playback shows, which, which I guess is like 
lip syncing. It's kind of like The Voice, but then with lip syncing or something. There used to be a really popular show um, back in the back in the day in the eighties um, yep. that we all loved. Um, and but I guess I I first realized that I actually could sing because I used to love singing in the in the bathroom in Holland. And I came out of the bathroom after, you know, singing, sitting there probably for ages, just singing and enjoying the beautiful reverb in that room. And um, I walked out and my parents were both eavesdropping, like, oh, that is so beautiful. And I thought, oh, maybe I can actually sing. <laughs> so that was the first time that I realized I could sing. And then, um, yeah, I think I've been on stages from probably like eight or nine years old or something, um, just, you know, first performing and uh, and singing at an early stage actually yeah. school musicals and all those sorts um, of things or yeah a lot of like there used to be just a lot of um like in the area community things where you could get on stage and then on at school um it was more like end of the year like they would have like bands and and things and um i had this beautiful friend that, that they in in my high school um i guess in the cafeteria they had this beautiful grand piano sitting there and um there was this i guess boy at the time it would have been probably 14 years old or something playing piano beautifully and i walked up to him and i said can i sing with you and um and we became really great friends and he played in a lot of bands he's very 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 talented um he passed away a few years ago um after a oh, gig he just collapsed sorry. and uh yeah, yeah, it was pretty, um, it was tragic news. But um, yeah, he was a massive, um, you know, like he really got me out on stage and I met a lot of musicians back in high school and um, did some musical singing for a little bit as well when I was in uni. Um, joined a band, but we only ever really rehearsed. You know, didn't really play anywhere, just wrote songs and rehearsed. Um, so I really only started playing a lot here in Melbourne. Yeah. Well, it's very um, it's very common for everyone to be singing in the shower, so don't worry about that. It's <laughs> yeah. It's only if you can actually sing. It's only if you can actually sing. I couldn't, so therefore I never went ahead with it. So um, I still think everyone should do it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. If you're happy to do it, just do it. I reckon. But um, yeah. do you have another song that you yeah. would like to play for us? Absolutely. Should I play one of my own, or should I play something by someone else? You surprise you us. You do what you want. Ah. I'll play one of my own and I may try. Nah, I'll do one that I've played before because it's such a lovely song. Um, yeah, it's called Sleep Now. I'll take this one. Child 
in your dreams Fear not what I've done wrong In the morning I regret That I heard your song But my body craved you When I slept so long Sleep now for your mother's light In a dream she dances But her feet are tight And her nights were taken By the man at night Oh, she once loved the body She was told to hide Sleep now, for I know you're warm. Like the clothes in the cupboard, near the bedroom door. Like the day I slid on the bathroom floor. Oh, I feel hurt, but I'll make sure I won't hurt you. Sleep now, for the day will come Where the hours are a number Why would I become a stranger in my body And my fingers numb Oh, how I long to be remembered By at least someone Thank you. Very good, Joyce. So as a young as a young teenager, Joyce, and sort of getting into the music sort of scene and whatever, who were you sort of influenced and who did you who did you like to listen to as you were growing up? Oh my god, so much. So any like anywhere from Janis Joplin, Joni Mitchell, although that came maybe a little bit later for me, Bob Dylan, Leonard Cohen, Rolling Stones, Pink Floyd, massive influence. Um all, and then, you know, you had Alanis Morissette that was happening and Tracy Bonham that was happening and, um, you know, uh, like the Cranberries and all the stuff that was out in the 90s because I was a teenager in the 90s. Um, and then there was the whole, like, Britpop thing where I loved Suede and Pulp and Blur and David Bowie was a massive influence. Um, so many. It's, Yeah. I've, I've gone through like cycles, but I guess everything has always been a little bit um, like pre-listening to, I guess, more to 70s and the more like in the alternative space. I, I had a stint even where I was quite inspired by like the female vocalists that were hot in the early 90s, like um, Whitney Houston, 
80s even um, Mariah Carey even like her first couple of albums I actually quite liked um yeah massive um Fiona Apple uh Tori Amos had a Nova really big one for me um quite a yeah quite a lot yeah, very interesting very, you mentioned, very eclectic yeah. yeah very interesting you mentioned Fiona Apple because I can definitely see a, or feel a real, bit of a resemblance there for sure that was we're <laughs> talking 90, 90s there for sure late 90s yeah. so yeah um yeah, great. So what brought you to Australia? I believe um, uh, I've read yeah. the answer, but I'd love to hear it <laughs> Yeah, you. you have. Well, I'll give you a little bit before the answer because I've got a twin sister who's actually quarantining at the moment because she's moving over here, um, right. which is which is great for me. I haven't had family here um, in all my time here, and I've been here, like, I've been coming here since 2003, so I've been here for quite some time. Um, but my sister um, lived in South Africa for a while and I went to visit her and um, my mum came along and we went on a safari and I met my partner on a safari um, who's originally from South Africa but he lived in Melbourne and um, that's how I've ended up here. Yeah. Right. What a beautiful little journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. And you've never left? No, well, I have left because I came here um, a few times for like three months and then I came here for one and a half years and moved back to Holland for a bit and then I settled here in 2008. So, Yeah. Beautiful. So no doubt you uh, you enjoy getting out to the regional towns and, and touring um, and yeah, yeah. experiencing... Um, obviously uh, the sights and, and sounds of uh, different parts of Australia, no doubt. But um, tell us just a little bit about, I just want to touch on a, an artist that uh, obviously you've played a couple of gigs with, with Christian Mizzy. Just tell us a little bit about when you, look, I, I see very uh, very much similarities between the two of you, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why that connection works really well with you guys um, as two separate acts on on stage. So, just tell us a little bit about um, what it's worth, what it's like performing with with Christian, and and any other influences in that local kind of folk space that you're uh, you're around at the moment. Yeah, well, I mean, it's always magical to watch Christian play. Um, to play with Christian is is just a delight. Um, we um, are, I don't know. I think we just work really well together. We um, we sense each other. Um, um yeah i mean over the years i've become a very great friend with christian which has been wonderful and um i love his music i i i agree like uh, i mean sometimes i listen to christian and in the beginning especially when i got to know him i thought he's a little bit of a male version of me sometimes uh vocally um i think we we have some similarities in lyrics sometimes as well which is quite lovely um so yeah i really i love performing with christian um, and we've, I've actually got a really lovely surprise coming up. I've, I've, I mean, I've been working on a second album, um, for a while now, and I've actually received copies today of my album, which I'm going to release at some point. Um, I don't know when, because I want to be out of this constant lockdown situation, but, um, I haven't released this anyway yet. This is kind of a secret, but I'm going to tell you anyway, Christian Perfect. and I have done a duet, duet on that album. Wow. So I'm um, pretty excited to get that out in the world. And it was a beautiful, yeah, beautiful experience to do so. So um, 
Okay, well, now that you've just touched on that and give us a little scoop, you're going to have to tell us where that where was that recorded and and what was the process there? Yeah, so um, I had written the song um, probably oh, maybe I, I don't know, like time frames at this point are just a blur to me. But I had yeah, okay. written it at the start of my friendship with Christian because Christian and I did this thing um, where we met each other called an otherwise quiet room. And since yep. then we've become friends and we've played a, quite a few shows together. Um, and so um, when I wrote that song, we, yeah, we were just at the at the initial stages of getting to know each other, which was quite lovely. And um, part of it kind of reminded me a little bit of him, I guess, when I was writing that because I was going through a little bit of a um, not so great stage in my life at the time. And, and he can be quite... Um, supportive mm. is great like that i've got a lot of friends that are like you know just such great support which is wonderful to have here on the other side of the world um so yeah the idea was born and we had sung like christian covered one of my songs once as a surprise and um and we performed it together at the wesley end in sometime in 2017 or 2018 Beautiful um venue. yeah love that venue and um yeah, so I thought I'll ask him if he's keen to sing a duet, and he and he was so lucky me. Um, so he came and joined me on a beautiful night. We we I had recorded a lot of the album already, so we basically just set aside a night in the studio. Um, in it's called the Ellen Eaton Studio in St Kilda, and um, I rec we recorded it with Simon Morrow. Simon Morrow is the producer of my uh, first album as well, called Home. And we, you know, uh, I really like to set an atmosphere because I think it suits the music. So, you know, I like to set an atmosphere on stage. I like to do the same in a studio. So you might really just be singing with a candle on or something because, like, that's what I need to get into a particular headspace. And Simon is usually pretty good as well because we'll talk a little bit about, you know, the song or what it makes you feel and get the best out of it. So we did a few takes and oh, I just remember... Christian singing his bit for the first time and I, I kind of just wanted to stop singing and just sit there. It's like, I don't know, it just makes me tearful, which is really beautiful. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's just like, I'm very excited to release that song in the world eventually because it's it's really beautiful. So um, I'm really pleased to have have him on, the, on that song. Yeah. Fantastic. Did you mention the title of that song or is that a little trade secret at the moment? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> It's called City Lights. Beautiful. Well, yeah, uh, and it's and, and it's and it was written on a. I really sometimes need to get out into uh, non-metro areas. Although I guess maybe the Denon Ranges might still fall within. I don't know if that's still where it falls, but um, I love going to the Dandenongs, and that was where it was written. Written, and and I had this beautiful view over the city of Melbourne, Melbourne's City Lights. So. If it's the view, yeah. if it's the view I'm thinking of, it's a, it's it's an amazing spot to. Yeah, well, I, it was in a, I, it was from a backyard of a place that we rented, but oh, it was just so beautiful. Yeah, it was really really pretty. Yeah, I think it's quite similar, probably, from what you were thinking, because there's a car park close yeah. by, I think, as well. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, sky high. Yeah, it's it's a really it's a really amazing spot. Yeah, you can see the yeah. city. From, from yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a really interesting point that uh, I've reflected on recently of how during these kind of lockdown phases that we maybe don't stop 
um, often enough and smell the roses or appreciate the view, so to speak. And I, I definitely will take, um, won't take gigs for granted when I get to get them. Uh, and I know you guys as artists definitely won't either. And yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a beautiful gig with um, Ben Mastwick and Karen Fields and Weeping Willows. Um, on Sunday. On Sunday at, oh, at yeah. um, Brunswick Ballroom. It was absolutely beautiful. But, and I know you've got some similar gigs coming up, so I really can't wait to see you live. I didn't make it to the Christian Mizzy gig uh, at Arco Bar. Um, There'll be other opportunities. And, you know, I'm you're sure mentioning, uh, you're mentioning, you know, Karen is like, I, I love Karen. Karen was also part of Keep the Circle Unbroken. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, there's just some fabulous people around here in Melbourne. I'm really thankful. Yeah. We're very lucky. Yeah. Um, on that, I think we might uh, just touch base with you again and, and let you drift us off into the wilderness for a while and, and sing another song for us. What have you got yeah. for us? Yeah, I'm going to play a cover. Um, I, oh, sometimes you get stuck as an artist. Or, well, I've been getting stuck a lot and I'm like, I want to write. I don't know. You know, sometimes it comes to you in waves and you've got so much, uh, so much inspiration that one thing comes out and the other one comes out. But um, sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it's really, really nice to just discover a new song because it really gives you so much. And I discovered this song. I already knew this artist. There's a female singer. She does quite a lot in the States called Anais Mitchell. Um, that's how I pronounce her name. I don't know if that's how, I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but that's how I'm pronouncing it. Um, she, she's done like a Broadway musical as well, which is quite interesting. But she's got this group called Bonnie Light Horseman. And this song is also called Bonnie Light Horseman. And it's I don't know, I really love this song. So I've been playing it a little bit when I've been able to geek and I thought I'll play it for you guys now. Thank I'll leave you. this song. Thank you. 
she flies. Tell me where in this world is my own true love? She cries. Oh, and where in this world is that one I can compare to my body and I know it's my slave in the war. Just a real quick one. Um, hmm. you know, last, 18, last 18 months, we've all gone through our own different ways of, of dealing with lockdowns and, and, and COVID and the like. And I know a lot of the artists, and probably yourself included, have, have, have used songwriting or, or music in general to try and help you get through it and working with your peers and things like that. But I, I remember you mentioning just before you, you have the occasional like a writer's block or you just you, sometimes you have days where you struggle with it. But broadly, what's your, what is your songwriting process? I mean, how do you go about it generally in terms of, is it an idea that pops? Is it, what is it yeah. for you that that's really yeah. song, good songs? Look, so, and it's funny because some people say, so, you know, there's no such thing as a magic, like you have to work hard for it and songs don't just come to you. But I've actually mm-hmm. found that, it feels like the really good songs do just come to you. It's like, I don't know, they're waiting there someplace magical for them to attach to you at the right, you know, time. Um, I I just go through stages where I write a lot of poems, like a lot of words, um, and that's my process. I start with the words most of the time, and they, they might come. Um, I really like taking walks. I've been walking a lot during um, this whole pandemic um I get up really early in the morning and I just walk and I find it quite meditative um and yes like I've gone through stages where I just you know like words come to me or that there might be a melody attached or at least some kind of cadence which you've got I think with poetry anyway where it's just like following a certain flow um so I I usually start with that and if I've got a melody in my head I just grab my guitar at some point and I you know try and find some chords that are kind of matching that melody and then it might take a, quite a different route from there. But that's 
how I start. Sometimes I've just got words that I really, really, really love and I just want to find something with it and I just work on it until it kind of works. So, um, yeah, uh, there's only, I think, ever been one song that I've written myself, not in, not with anyone, where I had a little bit of a melody and I started just writing some words on that, but most of the time I start with the words, yeah. Beautiful. Fantastic. Beautiful. So, oh, Joyce, all the guests we've had on, I asked them this same question. I'll ask you the question. Yeah. You can have a dinner party. You're the host. You can invite five friends or five people. They can be five living people. or dead. Who are the five people you're going to invite? Oh, well, definitely David Bowie. That's my number one. Leonard Cohen, because he's such a charmer, and I think he would just be really, you know, would just be such a – I think he would be a flirt even at his late age, but just, you know, in the most charming way, so I'd love to have him there. Um, if I'm going to have those two people at the table, I would probably have to get my dad involved because he loved both and my dad is not with us anymore, so just as a courtesy kind of thing, you know, and they can all get acquainted, that would be nice. Um, and then who's the two others? I mean, dead or alive, gosh. I don't want to be too intimidated either. That's the thing. Like, I want to, like, sit there with people that would possibly, like, appreciate me as well want to, like, make some music together or something, someone that you can sing nice with. I think another really good person to have at that table maybe would be Nick Cave or something. That'd be quite yeah. cool. Be um, and then, uh, oh, gosh, there's so many female singers. Even like Melanie Sutton or something could be nice. And no, Alanis is not. Uh, look, I like I really loved Alanis, like probably her first couple of albums, and then I kind of went off her. I just it, it's it sounds really stupid, but I really want artists to be like really good live and on an album, and I, I probably want them to be better even live. And so, and I I really really focus on vocals when people you know um so yeah that's probably yeah where i've stopped looking up to alanis maybe even though she's really famous i'm kind of like well you're not always so pitch perfect so maybe i don't want you at my table sorry <laughs> what a terrible thing to say that's bad <laughs> She has such beautiful Alana. songs, though. Like, she's got beautiful songs, but yeah, not always pitch perfect. Um, Born in my front garden, Alanis. I'll let you in later. Um, <laughs> and I know why dad's there. As a father myself, I know why dad's there. It'd be to make sure that Leonard just chills out. A bit no, 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 no. <laughs> if Leonard could go back in time, he could totally be charming. With me, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably that's that. It's wonderful cool. to see, Joyce, that you've managed to maintain the tradition on this show that every guest we've had on, they don't mention their partners or their children. They're not allowed to come to dinner. So they're never invited. Oh, but, not one guest but I already had. have my partner at my dinner, though. Like, he's... <laughs> Yeah, it's probably because no, you, okay. it's, I mean, if okay. I, yeah, no, I don't even want to say those words, but, you know, you're talking about dead <laughs> and alive and you're kind of focusing on dead and I don't really want it. That, that's a bit dark. So, yeah. That's All okay. good. Just remember, don't put Alanis and Joyce on the same bill as next time. Who would have kept that in, kept that in check? No, no, no. Well, I mean, I actually, um, when I did my launch, I, um, I was so lucky. I had asked, um, a few people that I had seen play around that I respected to 
to join my bill on the night and I had Angie McMahon play on the night, which was amazing. And then I think about a month, because she was like, she was doing really well already at that time, but about a month later, she started touring with Alanis Morissette. And I was like, really shit, that is so cool. So <laughs> I do have like lots of respect for both of those ladies. So yeah, but yeah. Very good. Um, I've been reading a fair, obviously I've been listening to your music recently, but reading a lot of your lyrics as well. And I, I know you touched on before with Christian and his uh, his story writing effectively and, and really takes you to that another, on, a, on this little journey, uh, I guess. Mm. But um, there's some incredible, powerful words in some of your writing. Um, and I, I know that there's one that you feature on your website, um, which is a great quote. Um, I just need you to tell me a little bit more about that. But it says... At the end of the road, all I need is a home. Rest my bag and my bones, no longer alone. That's yeah. that's pretty amazing. Just tell yeah. us a little bit about that. So that song, I, um, I'm pretty sure I wrote that song when I was in Holland, but probably the first trip that I did there by myself after moving here, because normally my partner and I would be going home, home to my other home um, together. And... I think I would have been on a on a train like Holland really reminds me of train travel anyway um do I, yeah historically I've always been on a train a lot there and I find it a great space to ride um and I think I must have just really been in in like a bit of a headspace because it it, it really you know I mean it's it's hard to go back because I mean I grew up there I am um, I lived in Holland mostly till I was about 25 um, and all my family was there. And so that's your home. But then you come back and you feel, yeah, you just don't feel entirely at home anymore. And then you've got this other home, which I think so many people can relate to anyway here in Australia, because I'm certainly not the only one. Um, but that also doesn't feel entirely as your home either. And then, you know, you've got people that can make you feel like home more than a location. I mean, this is, you know, I don't mean to sound tacky. I think a lot of people may experience it that way anyway but um yeah that's that's kind of what, where it came from I think it was yeah like a home as in people can be your home rather than a place or um yeah beautiful yeah um look we put this um little podcast or Facebook live together um basically in lockdown the first time and we thought we'd reach out to a few friends and um it turned out that we have many musician friends that we've connected to over time and we always joke that it was never supposed to supposed to go past episode one and we're now sitting at episode 46 so there's obviously yeah. there's a lot that music brings together um and it brings together for us so we're just wrapped that we can reach out to fellow friends and musicians and hopefully new friends um that we connect with along the way and i can guarantee you that we will drag some more people to one of your gigs, no doubt. Um, and yes, somewhere yes. like a Wesley Ann with Christian, um, hopefully to release one of your new songs w would be an incredible night. Um, mm -hmm. That's for sure. Just tell us a little bit about your album, uh, Home, which has yeah. been out for a few years now. Um, yeah. Just tell us yeah. A little bit about it. Um, yeah, I, I can, and then I might tell you a little bit about the new one if you like as well, because that would be quite exciting. I love to hear um, that. 
so yeah home i um it's not a, you've listened to the album so you'll probably hear that it's not necessarily maybe all easy listening some of it is it's it's really like i guess maybe it's like a bit of a coming of age kind of you know that there's always questions that you encounter as you go through life and um it deals with a lot of those questions um and then also as i was recording that album i started recording that album because i did it in faces like i started recording somewhere i wasn't quite the right fit and i ended up going and recorded with simon but um quite a lot happened it, it's funny everything seems to happen whilst i record albums actually it's just <laughs> covid or other things um but yeah, as I recorded that towards the towards the stage of actually like we did pre-production, which took quite a while, and um, and then we had scheduled everyone to to come and, and record that album in the studio, and um, uh, things were really happening in Holland. My father got really sick really soon, and it all went really really quick. So. Um, the very last track on the album is called Seven Footsteps that was written probably in the last week of my dad's life and then we recorded it straight away. Um, so that was an addition to the album because initially the album was going to have probably seven songs. So there's a there's a there's a like a bit of coming of age and all these questions that you're dealing with and a little bit of, I guess, good and bad or you know, like just trying to work out how to navigate through life. But then there's also this, you know, like it happened in quite a quite a happening time for me. Like there was a lot going on in my life um, with people passing away, inclusive of my father and that friend and my grandmother and a lot of other people. It was just, and then 2016 as well. Like, I mean, not only for me, like lots of people passed away um, in that year anyway. Um, so it's, yeah, not an easy listening album. There's definitely a lot of emotions in there, but, um, but I think it's beautiful. I think it's a beautiful album. It sure is, uh, and and thank you for putting that last track on because I, it's probably my favourite on the album to be honest. Um, so it's pretty it's pretty deep and pretty moving, and um, as as are a lot of the songs to be honest on that album. And uh, I think it's great as an artist that you can have that uh, emotional outpour, and and sometimes it's a bit of healing, sometimes it's a bit of documenting life, and 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 yeah. not not just the storytelling. Um, and I think when real life gets in the way, um, sometimes it can be one of those magical moments that uh, they put yeah. together in a song. So we might hit you up for one last song and then we'll touch on the, the new album and then yeah. we'll Sounds good. We'll wrap it up. Thank you. Wrap it up. Um, I'll play. Um, so actually um, the song I played before Sleep Now is on the new album. This one is on the new album as well. It's called Black and White. I wrote his name on a thin piece of paper Tossed it away in the wind Never spoke of him after Only he and I knew Of my sins I wrote his name in black or white I used my favorite pen 
I thought if ever we were meant to be, I would see him again. My hands trembled as I wrote his name. I recited the words in my mind. I whispered them softly so no one could hear. Say his name in the night. Black on the white, 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 black on the white. Black on white His name I write And give it back to the night Then the wind Carry my lane down to the river Wipe the letters away Carry my writing downstream Black dissolved into grey And slowly I forgot how to speak his name Forgot how he Modern I forgot how to write, forgot how to sing. Forgot how to remember anything. Black on white, black on white, black on white, black on white. Black on white, black on white, black on white. His name I write and give him back to the night. And now the wind blows late at night Storms carry clouds full of rain With sighs and with whispers and forgotten kisses And letters that spell out his name And slowly I forgot how to speak his name Forgot how he muttered mine. Forgot how to write. Forgot how to sing. Forgot how to remember anything. Black on white. Black on white. Black on white, 
black on white, black on white, black on white, black on white, black on white, black on white, black on white. His name I write, give it back to the night. Very thank good, you. Joyce. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the recording um, of this is, is stunning on the new album. It's so good. Well, I know it will segue. I know it will segue into the new album in a sec with Aaron. But um, just a comment. I, I, it's it's very. We, we all say that everyone wears their heart on their sleeve on things that they do, and mm. um, you're no exception. The, the music you've given us tonight is it's amazing it's wonderful and there's a lot of there's a lot of music floating around where you put it in the background of something that you're doing with whether it's your partner or a group of people and it's nice to have music in the background but your your songs for me it's it's one of the it's 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 that phenomenon we actually sit and actually listen to the lyrics and then yeah. you relate it to yourself and you can do it so well um so first of all thank you i think it's um i think it's just amazing the way that you you've written your songs and the way that they can actually translate to obviously your own experience, but for me personally as well, um, I reckon it's it's one of those it's one of those rare things in music for me that I get, um, and it certainly so I can't wait for that new album to come out. So um, I'll be getting it absolutely. That's a beautiful beautiful comment, actually. I, I really yeah, thank you for that. No worries. There you go. I think that's beautiful. We've, I've found you a couple of new new fans for sure, Joyce. Wow, um, beautiful. That's traditionally, great. probably two guys that weren't um, <laughs> rap, probably one of their first genres, definitely with with folk music. But I know I've brought them around a little bit with Christian Mizzy, and I know we've found an absolute female superstar in yourself. So I really look forward to seeing you at your next gig. And just tell us a little bit about this new album, and when can we expect the release? Yeah. So, I mean, really, I had hoped to release this album last year already, and um, I had I had a lot of – I nearly took my finger off at some stage, so that was <laughs> whilst I started recording. So I had a whole heap of hand therapy before I could play guitar again. And there was some other drama, and then obviously, um, you know, COVID has delayed everything. So wherever we could, we went into the studio and got some more done. But it's turned out to be a beautiful, beautiful album. So I've got 13 songs on it. Um, which I'm, I'm going to release um, slightly different versions on vinyl and on CD, um, which, yeah, it's it's wonderful. So this, I guess I went a little bit more with the, um, there was a comment someone once made said, your music is quite cinematic. And I thought, yeah, that's actually probably quite true. Like I couldn't really, I find it quite hard to label things in general. Um, but um, this album definitely meets that, criteria what we've done with it it's it's we've got some I guess some interesting sounds in it as well like in addition to the instruments we've done some you know creative stuff in there with like poor um 
<laughs> I've got Danny Ferrugia on um, on drums, who's this outstanding drummer. He's on the first album as well. And the poor man had to stand there with a wind machine. And, you know, we did some really cool things. I've got like someone from the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra um, that was happy to do timpanis on there. So there's just beautiful, beautiful things happening on that album, um, which really just puts such a like it's a moody album like there's such a mood in it and again like lyrically driven um mood and there's a lot of emotions in there but i'm happy that there's like a, a little bit of like i really tried to have a bit of variety in terms of moods more than anything i can't say it's like a super uplifting album but it's there's at least you know like the it will take you on a bit of a journey and um I really wanted to show my vocals on that album. So that's what I'm hopefully achieving with it. I've, I've, I've showed it to a few people that I trust and had some nice comments, but I like I thought the first album, it's not that you can't hear that I can sing, um, but it's, you know, it's a lot about the storytelling and I really wanted to experiment a little bit more with my range and, and just some interesting things vocally as well. Great. Fantastic little insight there into the new album. Yeah. I look forward to it. Um, yeah. I'm going to touch on one last uh, comment. If I could transport you right now, in pick you up and transport you and drop you in one packed out venue uh, anywhere in the world, where would it be right now? Your oh. first gig to release this album. It's a tough one, I know. Yeah, well, because she said anywhere in the world, if you would have just said Melbourne, I would have, you know, <laughs> gone, yeah, no, I'm, I'm opening the right up, yeah. <sighs> kind of like the living okay. or dead question. It, it opens up everyone. And so it's going to be like a packed out venue, right? That, that goes without question. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, what would you be surprised by that? It's more that I don't want to play somewhere and then it's all empty just because I picked the venue. <laughs> I like intimate venues. Um I think I would have to say the Paradiso in Amsterdam just because it's at home and I've loved watching certain shows there. Um, it's not the biggest venue, but I think that's, yeah, I, th I think that would be up there anyway. Um, and then in Melbourne, it would be the Forum. So yeah, that, yeah, that, that would be perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love well, that venue. It's like big, but it's also intimate. So. Yeah. Sure. Well, you've got a dream and you've got to dream big. And the forum, yeah, I could definitely see you, Christian, uh, Karen, and a few others um, taking the stage at the forum. So let's try and win Tats Lotto and make that happen. I'm not yeah. sure how we can get you all there, but um, <laughs> it seems it kind of seems so far away at the moment, doesn't it, that we can have a full packed forum yeah. at least, um, especially as an indoor venue. Uh, I really hope that it's not too far away. But yeah. one thing I'd like to do is, is thank you for your time tonight. You've been incredibly yes. generous with your time. Can I say one more thing on the topic of Karen? Absolutely, you can. Sure. Um, if all goes to plan, Karen and Deborah Byrne and myself are going to do a show together slash tour. So keep your eyes and ears peeled as well. There you go. One thing I love about tonight is we've dragged a few – Hot, hot topics and hot news specials and releases out of yes. you. So I, yeah. you know you're comfortable in, in our surroundings on a Wednesday night. Um, yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate you and how generous you've been with your time. And we'd love to having you on on episode 46 of Excellent. So What's Been Happening.
So everyone, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. This is a lovely Joyce pressure. We look forward to seeing thanks, you at Joyce. a venue soon. Thanks so much thank for you. having me, thanks, and thanks for listening thanks. attentively. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> Pleasure.